Hello and welcome to the Visitor's Bench. You're here with Colossi and Zaypour to talk sports. Today in the leadoff, we're leading off with the NBA. In our two-hole, we're talking about the Pats game. In the three-hole, we have the Broncos game. And then finally, we're finishing up with our fantasy cleanup today, going over our fantasy team lineup, talking about our new fantasy keeper league that we had started uh, kind of last minute this year, which has been pretty fun. Um, so let's get right into it. The leadoff hitter, the NBA. There's been a lot going on these past few days in the NBA. So go ahead and start us off, Steve. Well, you got some crazy trades. How's it going, everybody? You know, let's start off with today. Uh, you saw that Wade signed with the Cavs. Oh they God. made that big blockbuster trade with your team. Yeah, the Salts Cavs trade. Let's talk about that for a little while. What are your feelings? Do you like it for the boss for Man. Boston? I got to be honest, at first it, it hurt a little bit, but how it kind of drew out a little over time and the whole Isaiah's hip thing kind of coming to the forefront, it's hard for me to say that I can't love it. I mean, Kyrie Irving is a young all-star player. He's a future, I mean, who knows what. He's a leader, and he can lead the Celtics past the Cavs this year. And, I mean, the only people standing in the way are LeBron and Wade at this point. Who knows? Isaiah's not starting the year off. He's hurt, and who knows what he's going to be like once he comes back. I, I mean, actually, I love Isaiah Thomas, and I know Boston loves Isaiah Thomas, but... I actually agree with you. I think that a lot of people give Cleveland a lot of credit thinking they have this big four with Isaiah Thomas. They got Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, but those guys are over the over the hill. Isaiah Thomas isn't healthy. Um, you know, in the Celtics, I have Kyrie Irving's 25, I think. Gordon Hayward's 27. So you got their young core. You got... Jalen Brown, you got the couple draft. I guess they just traded one of their draft picks away, but that was um, the only oh, Tatum. only thing I heard. Tatum's I really, up, you know, uh, Tatum was they with, said with that high draft pick, and they said Tatum was one of the best rookies looking in the summer league this year. So I think you got a good core. LeBron can beat the bottom line is LeBron can beat anybody That's in a playoff. True. That's true. Series. So LeBron is LeBron. That considered, you guys have a great chance against them, and I think it's you know. The West should be fun, though, too, because the other thing Here is we go. Mello, Mello to, to the, the Thunder. Thunder. Yes, Mello all the way to the Thunder. So we're talking Mello, Russ Westbrook, and Paul George down there now. I mean, that, if you're talking about a dangerous trio, okay, but they somebody, can put up points I saw in a some hurry. Kind Those of, guys can put up points in a hurry. I saw some tweet today that said, how many balls are they going to be able to have in Oklahoma City? Are they going to play with two or three balls? Dude, it's going to look like the they're raining 100 balls at a time. They're going to be banging down every shot they take. That is going to be a talented, talented team Did you team see Melo talking yesterday when somebody... Yes, the him. starter comment. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that was hilarious. Who, me? So, what if your role's coming off the bench? Who, huh? me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that what he said? He said, who, who me? me? That was so funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I No, like he's them. expecting to start. He's expecting to be an all-star again. He's talented enough to do it. I mean... I mean, the, but here's the question I have for you. Do you even need to play... The regular season this year, or can you name me the top three teams in each conference right now without even... No, you don't need to play the regular season. You don't need to do it <laughs> anytime so in the NBA. Matchup. It's the pick same as last year. Right I mean, we could, we could go ahead and just say that the Warriors and the Cavs are going to go ahead and make the championship, even though I disagree with that. But, all right, let's go West. I would say, I mean, I got the Thunder going number one, and I got the, the Warriors going number two, and then... Who um, just pick those two? Pick the other side, and then obviously. All right, let me pick the other side. But who, who did Butler Jimmy Butler go to? The Grizzlies, mm-hmm. Carl Towns. Not the Grizzlies, the um, Timberwolves. Timberwolves, Carl Towns, 
Wiggins. Wiggins and Butler. I think they might be the number three on the West. Over the Rockets with James Harden and Chris Paul? Over the Rockets, yes. I think the Timberwolves are going to come come through in the number three spot. All right, that should be interesting. The East, I've got Celtics taking the number one spot again. I think the I Cavs will go number two. The Cavs don't care anymore about home field because the bottom line is if you can be, win two games in Boston, you can close out the series in Cleveland. So they don't even care about first place anymore. I th- Yeah, I agree, but I think... That's what they did last year. Yeah, it's ex- the, the exact same thing they did last year. I think So anyway, be, I think let's move similar. on to the All two right. old. Enough about NBA. That was a good <laughs> talk. And uh, I think the bottom line is there's four good teams... Uh, maybe six good teams in the NBA. But well, yeah, that. you called it. I mean, the Rockets, I, w- I kind of passed on Harden. But I, d- I don't know. I don't think the Rockets are a solid enough team to, to kind of overcome any of the other big house teams. I think the Thunder are coming in number one. I think they have a lot of power. I think that Mellow trade is huge. And I think Mellow seems happy. And I think if he can put in points and Paul George can put in points and Russ can put in points, and I mean, who are you going to stop? How are you going to stop them? Well, they got to play defense. Too, they got. So. They do have to play defense. Well, now, those one kryptonite weakness, yes. <laughs> All right, let's head to the two-hole. The Patriots, what a game against the Houston Texans. And can I just pat myself on the back real quick? Calling, uh, calling the Deshaun Watson coming in the first week of the NFL and saying that he would take over. He looked phenomenal. I thought he did a great job coming in against the Patriots. The Pats' defense looks skeptical, but... Brady had a phenomenal game. Again, Five touchdowns. And Hogan looking great out there. Gronk coming in with the first touchdown of the game. They look good, but they made me pretty nervous. They took us down to the wire. Well, their defense is going to take you down to the wire every game if they're giving up that type of offense to Deshaun Watson, their offensive line, Watson which may good, be though. a bottom five offensive line in football. Yeah. They don't have any receiver behind, besides Hopkins. And if Bill Belichick can't figure out how to shut him down hmm. and that offense down with a rookie quarterback at home, that defense is going to have some troubles this year. Yeah, the, the Pats defense has been running into a lot of trouble the first three weeks of the season. I mean, it doesn't look like they have any solid foundation up front. And Stephon Gilmore, I mean, he keeps getting burned on the outside. He made a couple good tackles. He looks better in the run game than the coverage game. It's almost like, hey, move him to the, let's move him to linebacker and let him play the middle of the field and put some other corners out on the sides. But, yeah, the Pats looked good come the end of the game. Their offense is flying. Cooks looks phenomenal. He's a great wide receiver. He, they you know love it would only be a matter ball. of time. Yeah. I mean, Brady's Brady. loving hitting him yeah. with the game-winning touchdown on the end, just getting those feet in and just getting position on the cornerback. He's a solid wideout. I'm really happy with that trade for, for the first-round pick. I don't think we could have got a better player. And, I mean, Brady obviously loves him. So, Yeah, they're just going to continue to develop that chemistry. And, you know, Brady didn't, doesn't miss a beat. He just needs to get some of that timing down with some of those guys. He looks good. The offensive line, they can start running the ball a little bit. They're going to be fine. So let's look. The Pats next week have the Panthers. And let's look at the spread. So the Pats are minus nine against the Panthers. So, I mean, I think I think the Patriots are going to win the game. I think McCaffrey and Newton might have big, big days. But I think the Pats will, will win the game at the end of the day. By nine points, ugh. I got to take the Panthers. I don't think the Pats are going to win by nine after that display against Houston. I think that's was my first thought, and that's why I think it's a trap game huh. in terms of 
the Patriots are going to blow them out. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas wants everybody to sleep on the Patriots. Yeah, after last week. And they're going to come back out at home, and he's going to put a royal whooping on the Panthers. I think, well, we'll see if... they have, I mean, they're kind of the same team. They only have one receiver. you got Greg Olson out. Calvin Benjamin's out. You have Devin Benjamin's Funches. Hurt. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he, well, he was out last game at, um, Sunday. I think he's not going to play this week, is what I'm reading early week. So... What are they going to do? Christian McCaffrey, that doesn't bode well for us in fantasy. We'll talk about that. Or maybe it does. That they'll just be running the ball with him and dumping little dump-off I think that's what they're going to make their money on is dumping the little dump-offs But to can McCaffrey. their defense stop the Patriots? They've looked okay against the Bills. They got exposed last week mm-hmm. against the Saints. And that's going to be a good game. I like the Patriots to blow them out, though. Nice. I like your pick, and I hope that's what happens. But I think it's going to be a closer game than uh, a lot of people think. All right, let's head to the three-hole. Two-hole is done. And in the, in the three-hole today, we're talking about the Denver Broncos. Rough week. Rough, rough week. You know, going across the country, 11 o'clock game. A lot of people think that has a big impact on the ability to play. They just look sloppy. Maybe it does. I think um, Semyon got exposed as his first week game. I'm not giving up on him. There's a lot of talk around town of, my goodness, Rock can we talk craziness. about the radio personnel here in Denver well, for a second? I don't want to call people names, out, but. but it's like one week. Last week they're calling Trevor Simeon the savior for the Denver Broncos. He's going to be the quarterback for the next 10 years. And this week they're saying, oh, Brock will be in in a week or two. One more one more interception and all of a sudden here comes Brock Osweiler. So it's it's tough. And I know fans are, are crazy and the Pats fans are the same. I remember the Pats fans calling for Brady's head after that Chiefs game. Not the first year that not the first game of this year, but I think last year or the year before, saying, Oh, Brady's past his prime here when we got blown out by the Chiefs uh, two years ago. You know, Semi had just had a rough game. The first pick was overthrown, the second pick yeah, honestly, I think he was hurt. trying to throw it out of bounds. He didn't have the strength. I don't know if he's hurt or what, but he missed he misjudged what he needed to get it out of bounds, and he just floated I mean, it. what happened with the running game? They ran the ball so well last week. C.J. Anderson looked like a beast. I mean, and then they, they're splitting time with Jamal. I know you're saying Jamal's looking good. He's averaging a lot of yards per carry. How many yards? Did he had six yards of carry last game. From what, I, from what I've seen and what it seemed like, um, they thought they could expose the Bills' secondary, the young secondary, and they couldn't. And they kept going after... Same guys, and they weren't. Get, the front seven was getting pressure, and Semyon couldn't find anybody. And they abandoned the run and got behind on the sticks and had to play behind. And then that's Von Miller penalty. Yeah, what was I missed that play? Oh, what boy, was that? Yeah. I heard it was a 15 yard. Was it a rough in the quarterback? You didn't see this? No, yet? I, I didn't see the play. Oh my goodness. So, third and seven or eight. Great pressure up the middle. Vaughn goes, takes Tyrod down. He in, incomplete pass over the middle. Great play. Vaughn gets Tyrod's down. Vaughn gets up, goes to pick him up, like shake his hand, like grab him and pull him up, and pulls his hand away like you do in <laughs> like in grade school. Like nice, psych, he got him good. Gotcha. Huh? Psyched him. Yeah, except the refs didn't think so, and they threw a flag for that. Oh, little taunting penalty. Yeah, little unsportsmanlike. No words, no taunting, but just like psych. And Tyrod was laughing because they'd been joking around all game. Tyrod was laughing. Tyrod actually got up and laughed and slapped him. And I thought the 
Val might have been on Tyrod for hitting Von after the fact. That's funny. And then they called him. That's hilarious. Third and seven. <laughs> That's, funny. That's with seven minutes left in the game. Then they run ten more Man. plays after that, drain four and a half what more a minutes. Huge that was going to be a punt. Then they kick a field goal. You're down ten with two and a half minutes. I'm going to have to see this replay. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Because Man, what a gut call. I mean, that's just a ref you know, being not, on edge. And I, not. Don't blame, I don't ever believe one penalty causes you to lose a game or not because they had plenty of chances before that to put that game away and didn't do so by running the ball, finishing it off in the first half. They gave up a late field goal in the first half, and the bottom line is you, you can't make that silly penalty. Um, they had a fake punt. I don't know if you saw that yet. That, I didn't see the fake punt. Well, well, so let me just – chime in here because I did miss the Broncos game this week and I missed the Pats game actually um I've been selling some sausage and bacon on the weekends for uh, Noble Hog Charcuterie it's uh, noblehog.com check them out it's delicious bacon and sausage they'll be selling online soon um so we're selling at Fresh Market so I ended up getting Game Pass for I got 15% off 85 bucks I love Game Pass I get to watch the Pats game uh, about 530 and I mean, I get to just watch the plays. I don't have to watch commercials. I don't have to listen to the announcers. I just watch the plays, and I get to kind of just enjoy. It's about thirty minutes of game time. It's amazing. That's impressive. Yeah, it's amazing. I can and and you can watch every NFL game every week. It's pretty sweet. And this is a free plug for Game Pass, by the way. Game Pass. If you ever hear this and you want to throw <laughs> a couple bucks my way, that'd be awesome. No, uh, but so I get to watch the games at home, but I haven't watched the Broncos game yet. I've been just looking for thirty minutes of my time to to see it. Um, but I heard the fake punt, D'Angelo Henderson was out there, and I heard it was a confusion and, and someone was coming on late or something happened, and Dallas, they should have called a timeout, but they didn't. Well, the defense was trying to call. So that was part of the good and bad of it was Dallas was coming on late, but the defense wasn't didn't have the right personnel on. So Vance got the right personnel on of his offensive linemen, so he had offensive linemen against defensive backs. But Doss was coming on late. The unlike defense, a punt, re- on a, unlike a pump blocker. Yeah, punt he return. forgot he was supposed to be on the field. By the time the defense saw him come on the field, they realized that the regular offensive line was on the field. They all crashed down to the middle, and then it was over. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, Doss. I don't know how if you're on. I don't get that honestly. I don't don't play football. I'm not in personnel packages. But I don't understand if you're on the punt team, how you don't know how who do you you're know? supposed to be on this the This is, yeah, the NFL professional football players, you should uh, be ready when, when your name's called and it. when you're I supposed really to be on the it. field. But that makes sense. It just seems yes. like it's kind of what you're paid to do. to do. Be ready to work. Millions of dollars, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of studying and practice, and you don't know when you're supposed to be on the field. When it's a punt situation, I know, that's are you ridiculous. kidding me? That's are you unbelievable. Kidding me? And that was what. Vance said he went with it because he thought he had the defense off guard. They were trying to call timeout, but the well, defense it doesn't sound like they, they did have the defense off guard. It sounds like the defense found out and was ready for it. Why? Like, how they do you did. still hike that? But he said because he said he trusted his offensive line against their defensive backs, and they failed, and they just ended. I up mean, you got a couple he said he thousand pounds worth of weight going against a couple hundred pounds worth of weight. You'd think you can gain a couple yards. What was it for? The guy more? crashed around the outside. Anyway, yeah. long story short, game over. Next week, D'Angelo Henderson got the ball on the play? Yeah. I mean, that was his first NFL carry, by the way. That's a great way to start off. Well, you know what? Play. Barry Sanders used to use a lot of, lose a yeah. lot of yards, too. So, but the like Broncos play the Raiders still. this weekend. Minus two and a half. I like the... Broncos at home. I think the 
Raiders got exposed last week to Redskins as well. Their secondary is really weak. You got to figure out a way to get the running backs out of the backfield involved. Um, and if you can shut down their receivers like Washington did to get a little bit of a pass rush, Marshawn Lynch had no room where run defense has been great at home against that with that crowd. I, I have tickets. I'm probably going to the game on nice. Sunday. So um, it should be fun. That's cool. I'm going Raiders. I, I think the Broncos are only favored by two and a half because they're the home team. The, the crowd does rock and roll here. I wish New England got a little ruckus like the Denver Broncos fans do. It's pretty nuts. If, I've never been to a game, but even tailgating is pretty crazy. Um, I'm going Raiders. I think they're going to bounce back. It was a tough loss for them last week. I think the Broncos were flying a little high last week, and I agree. I think the run defense is doing better, but I think the Raiders are just going to – come into town and just smash them. This is a big rivalry. I know there's a lot of Raiders, Broncos, uh, hatred going on in, in town right now. Um, but with Derek Carr, is Crabtree coming back this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Crabtree coming back healthy, I think Marshawn Lynch is going to beat up this Broncos defense. And, you know, Simeon, he may have been the 10-year quarterback, but I think at the end of the day, he's Trevor Simeon. I'm not and, freaking and, out over one week, and I think they'll be fine. I think Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas help him out a lot, and I think at the end of the day, he's an average quarterback. They are, but at the end of the day, you're going to have Khalil Mack versus Von Miller on the defensive side of the ball, and maybe at the when we're all said and done talking about this game, it'll be who had more sacks in this game and helped their team out uh, more. Yeah, will uh, determine who wins. But I'm going Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to pull out the victory away, and I think it's going to be a real tough loss for the Broncos. Um, heading into is this is next week their bye week, or yes, not week the week five. after? So heading into their bye week, I think it's going to be a tough loss, and I think their schedule only gets tougher on the way out. So here come the Raiders to town. So watch out, Broncos. Here we go. All right, let's head into uh, the fantasy. F- or no, do we want to talk about our NFL sur- biggest surprise and uh, oh, yeah, worst team of the league? Or not worst team of, or worst team of the week, I should say. Yeah, go for it. All right, my biggest surprise, um, and yet maybe this is the same one for you, but the Bears beating the Steelers. I, I didn't see the game, but when I saw the score, I was baffled. And then you showed me the Tahir Cohen run that got called back on a penalty, a seventy-five yard TD run that was beautiful, and it just—I mean the. We, I think both of us picked the Steelers to go very far in the playoffs. I think you might have even picked them over the Pats to... Did you pick them over the Pats? I don't, to, know, if, I don't know if I did that. I don't remember, but... Because Brady's got those five records. When you but, lose to the Bears, something is, is wrong with the team. Well, you know, we're not going to get into the politics of this weekend, but there was politics this weekend, and a lot of teams were focused on that. The we're Steelers, not going to get into it. Don't mention it. Well, I'm just saying I think that, that they were focused on other things, I think, is part of the is part of the thing. They were a way team focused on other things. A little distracted they got by Villanueva. Yeah, they got, well, yeah, just in general. I mean, I think a lot of teams that happened to this weekend, but if you're wondering how Chicago It was a big weekend. It was a uh, them, loud, loud weekend for the NFL, for sure. It doesn't surprise me. And then... Uh, you know, my surprise was the Jets. Oh, the Jets! Yeah. I can't. I I thought they. Might I was happy the Jets won. Well, yeah, because a lot of people in your division we always hate lose the Dolphins. To the, yeah. We always lose. <laughs> we lose one. And of the, the Dolphins, Dolphins were talking smack, saying they were going to beat you guys this year in the division, which clearly isn't not happening. Not if you lose to the Jets, you're not. Yeah, 
So, anyway, my my surprise of the week was the Jets. I thought they might go 0-16 this year, and they were in the, you know, the Sam Darnold and Josh Allen sweeps. That's what I – I think we're both on the same page. I think the Bears and Jets are both arguing for those top two QBs. Yeah. And I think same as that's uh, – my surprise of the week was the Steelers on the flip side of, you know, who, who really downplayed. Nice. And then mine was actually the Saints-Panthers game. I was, I mean, watching the Pats beat up on the Saints, um, and feel I was feeling really feeling like the Panthers had a good squad this year, and I thought they had a better defense than they did. But the Saints just tore them apart, and Drew Brees looked awesome. Um, so that was kind of my other worst surprise. But all right, we are done with the three hole. We are moving into the fantasy cleanup this week. So let's go ahead and lead off with the lineup, and um, I'll let you go ahead with that one. Yeah. So. Brady and Gronk leading the way, as as always. I, that's what I was saying earlier. Is we got the Brady Gronk Goskowski connection. So every time Brady scores to Gronk or Gronk catches a TD, it's an automatic eleven points. Boom, fantasy Le'Ve- eleven Le'Ve- points. Chalk it up. Le'Veon Bell, another good consistent player. Good there, week, who gives yeah. us a chance to win every week. Um, Christian McCaffrey, I think. Uh, we don't have much running back depth, so he's pretty much locked in the two spot until, unless, I hope not. He's looking real good. I think as the season progresses, he'll just get better and better, and I think they'll incorporate him into the offense a little more. And as Cam Newton gets a little more comfortable with him, I think he'll start kind of running the ball even better. I know he's kind of been getting the dump-offs a little bit, but I think as Cam kind of works out the reads and things like that with uh, Christian, I think they'll start running the ball with him a little more. I was... Uh, I am still seeing uh, Jonathan Stewart get a lot of touches though, so that does. I knew he me. would. They, they, you heard Ron R- Rivera say that he wanted to treat Christian like a toy, like a toy, like like a not <laughs> like overwear. A, a shiny new Ferrari yeah, exactly. in the garage. Yeah, yeah. So he he's gonna run the veteran. He's gonna mix it in. I thought they'd get him a little bit more involved as a slot receiver, even when Jonathan Stewart was there. So like kind of split pack. Yeah, but we'll see. And um, but as our top wide receiver Tyree Kill putting up a pretty good start to the season. Man, what a pick with Tyree Kill! I think we were both on board with that. Look, I and think at some point I it's think we Patrick Mahomes' right time one. in Kansas City, but Alex Smith looks good. Man. Alex Smith looks so good. And him and Tyree Kill and Hunt. Oh my God! I mean, I have him in a couple of the other fantasy leagues. I have him in our in your in our dynasty fourteen team league. He's carried me to first place. Nice. Um, I. Yeah, he's carried me to first place. You got a good team in that league. We'll talk about that league in a second, but yeah, you have a great team. Anyway, Tyree Kill is our first receiver. Landry, um, Uh, 13 catches week two. They had week one bye. Uh, This week, they they were down so much late, so he finally got involved late in the game only because they were throwing they were down so much. He had a couple of receptions, 50 yards or so. He should have had such a big week. I mean, going against the Jets, I mean – they don't have a secondary. They have a pass rush, but they have no secondary. Yeah, he should you know, have tore it's them unbelievable. Up. But um, so he's he's questionable to be subbed in. I think by a guy potentially, and then at a flex right now we have Tariq Cohen. I think um, he l- continues to be involved. They're looking to get him touches. He had how many carries last week? 12, 78 yards, four catches, only twenty yards, but. He, he just looks fast. He just looks like he can keep up with NFL players. They're going to figure 44 out 44 touches able. through three weeks yeah. for Tariq Cohen. Like, and I think I said to hear Cohen. I apologize for that. Isn't earlier. that what – I mean, if nothing else, you want touches from your players. Yeah. You want your players getting touches. That's stuff. what you need in fantasy is you need guys who get the ball. 
So simple as I that. I think we keep running with him. Jordan Howard looked great. I don't want to admit I traded him in another league. Oh, I thought no. That he was more injured than he was. I was led to believe that. But they like they like uh, Cohen, though. They like Cohen, and they're going to keep using him even if Jordan's healthy because they want to keep Jordan Howard healthy. They want to mix him in. It, they're change of pace backs. He's fast. I think he's got to be our flex for he's now. He's quick. He's small. Paul he Richardson, he was my I told you so pick. Yeah, and Corey Davis is my I told you so. And I, think I think we both fell on that. But <laughs> we I win well, not that one week. I think it was two weeks ago. Corey Davis had a better week than Paul Richardson. No, we won't get false, into that. False, false, false. Because Paul Richardson has two touchdowns on the season. That was the, well, maybe three weeks ago. Maybe this was, did we even podcast? It was before the season. We had yeah, this maybe game. that's and what we had. The yeah, they, I told is, you so. Neither Corey of Davis us can is, tell you so. Corey Davis is injured. He's not an option for us this weekend. I don't think he's not worth the risk. Uh, I think, honestly, Landry's... He looked great in week one, though. He did, and he'll be fine, and I'm excited for him as a keeper pick. Um, I think that the bottom line is you got to roll with our squad as it is, that Landry. Um, and you know what? We, we've won... I like Cohen weeks, in the flex, but in here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your side. Richardson's playing the Colts, and... Obviously, Russell Wilson loves him. He's throwing him. I think, what is he, the only receiver on the team with a touchdown catch, right? Baldwin had one. Baldwin had one. But, I mean, watching the Seahawks play, Paul Richardson's able to get open. He's got great hands. He's got great awareness along the sideline. He looks good, and I kind of agree with you, and I think it was a great pickup by the team. And, I mean, you can tell me so as much as you want, but not that week, but I think in the future, in a couple weeks, this guy's going to be good to roll for us. Once the Seahawks kind of get it together, not this week though. Well, I'm thinking, who's who does Chicago have? Green Bay. Oh no, see, I like Cohen versus Green Bay's defense as well. And Landry plays New Orleans. Yeah, so we got a lot of we got a good. We're, we're looking at a good week right now, but yeah, the biggest question would be: Would you start Tariq Cohen or Paul Richardson? I guess, and I guess you'd go Cohen. He's looking great. If that touchdown didn't get called back last week, that's an extra 13 points from him last week. That's unbelievable, and he's got the potential to break free. I mean, he looked real good last week. He's getting an average of almost 15 touches a game. I mean, that's unbelievable. You got to go with it. Yeah, 44 touches in three weeks. We're going Cohen. I agree. Let's rock and roll. So it looks like our lineup is set. Brady Hill, Landry, Bell, McCaffrey, Gronk, Cohen. We got Goskowski kicking our points here, and then we got the Denver D going to take back a couple touchdowns this week against Derek Carr. Even though the Broncos are going to lose because Simeon is going to throw a couple pick sixes himself. (laughs) But the last thing we're going to talk about is our new Fantasy Keeper League. Uh, If you ain't first, you're last league. Um, And we put this league together probably a week before the season started. Real quick. And it was a keeper league, and I wanted to get my family, and Steve wanted to get his family involved. So it's kind of, and then we have a couple uh, friends in the league. We have four. It's a fourteen-team keeper league, and we'll kind of explain the rules in the future. But so we have two leagues going on now, and I, I gotta be honest, Steve is uh, rocking and rolling. I mean, he's first place, the only undefeated team, three and zero. He's leading in points, over three hundred points. I'm in ninth place. 
but I, I think I'm second in total points and most points against in the first three weeks. Yeah, I have faith in your team, but I just want to give props to myself and my brothers as the top four I got to give props teams. to the safes. We have my family I'm is... four boys. We have four, the top four spots in a 14-team league. My, uh, my youngest sister is, who's older than me, let's get that clear, uh, is in last place as we speak. Um, Some of your buddies. And then my buddy is in second last, and then my other sisters and my dad. It's basically filling up the bottom half of the league. So I'm worried about my team. I mean, Jordan, I got Jordan Reed. I don't have a tight end. Um, I mean, I have Kareem, like I mentioned. I have Le'Veon Bell, Fournette, and Hunt. I mean, yeah. when you have those three, I'm going to have a chance to win every week. My goodness. And Hunt uh, coming out was a great pick by you. Uh, you took him over McCaffrey, which was a crazy good move by you, and I give you so much props for that. What a pick. Um, but yeah, those three I, running backs. I, I those three running backs will walk not you in the first people, place. But dude. I did hedge my bet a little bit because we had McCaffrey in the other league. I didn't so want. Kind of, well, I didn't, all right, all right. So, uh, you well, know. I like your integrity, sir. Yeah, <laughs> so, but turned out, I'll I'll take the I'll take it. I have a great team, but we'll see if they can keep going. So Steve scored one twenty last week, and I got one nineteen, which is for me is like unheard of in a fourteen team league. That's a lot of points for a fourteen team league, no? Yeah, it is. It is. It's impressive. I scored. I scored seventy five this week. Last week I put up one twenty. I had a lucky win this week, but it should be interesting uh, coming down to see uh, who who uh, these waiver pickups are. And let's talk about waiver pickups. Do you have any guy, anybody you really like this week? Yeah, so I didn't really want to tell you because I'm, I put in a waiver claim for him, but uh, no, Darren Sproles just got hurt. Smallwood, and I don't. That's fine. I, I didn't put anything in for Smallwood. Like I know you got. But my question is: Is Blunt's been getting all these carries? You called me out saying Blunt wasn't going to get any carries. He's getting all these carries and these touchdowns, and Sproles was the guy. And where's this guy Pumphrey? Is it going to be Smallwood or Pumphrey? Smallwood, Pumphrey's done. They don't like him. There. They don't like him. I like the Smallwood guy, and him and Blunt are going to split these carries. So, he's the guy receiver-wise. You know, it's either to me Sanu or um, who's the other guy? guy. <laughs> Sanu and who was the other guy? Who was the other guy? We had talked about this earlier. Who's the guy? Sanu and who? <laughs> Sanu and who, man? <laughs> I can't. Who remember. was it? I can't remember, but the bottom line. Hold is... Hold on, we gotta look this up. <laughs> the bottom it, line is what? Um. Um, Funches in Carolina is the only guy left standing there with Olsen down. I have a question. What? Jamal Charles. I just put in a waiver form in your. Did team. you, you son of a gun? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm I have a better waiver than you. <laughs> he looks great, and they love him, and they're giving him the ball. I don't think he'll he get might that. be a great fantasy pickup waiver wire. I don't think he'll. Yeah, he he is. I don't think he'll get to my pick. So I I was fine saying it out loud. I was going Smallwood, but I think I got to change it to no, your boy. Wait, no, you can't do that. <laughs> No, the actual guy is the guy who played tight end against the Pats this week. What's his name? Hickson? Yeah. I think he played at UNH, and then he's playing on the Texans. No, Griffin. 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 Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin, 84, on the Texans. Deshaun Watson looked good, and he was hitting him a lot. He made a great touchdown catch. He looked great, and their other tight end is hurt. So I think he might be another great pickup as well in fantasy. But yeah, yeah I like Jamal Charles. 
We're thinking Sanu. Do you remember the other guy? Who was the other guy? Was it someone on the team already? No, he was... Um... Hold on, I'll tell you in one second. But anybody else you like for tight... Um... The silence is like a car crash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. I have... I'm walking to my car after, so I had to go to professional development for work, like a training for work this morning, and it's at uh, Denver University, and I'm walking to my car, I park a couple blocks away because I'm cheap and I don't want to pay for parking, so I park a couple blocks away and I'm walking back to my car, and dude, this biker rolls through this stop sign and gets smashed by this Ford SUV, dude. This is all in like slow motion in my mind. He flips like three times and lands on his head and is literally boom pops right back up and is standing up like uninjured that's unbelievable it was crazy i almost don't believe you <laughs> dude it w- i swear and so then i'm like sitting on this or standing on the sidewalk and these construction guys are yelling to call 911 call 911 so i, st- I call 911 and try to get the ambulance and fire truck there and the guy's literally just standing next to the car, just talking to the guy, like nothing happened. And I was like, "Oh my god, it yeah. was nuts." I've yeah. never seen anything like it. It seems like it came out straight from a sitcom, and <laughs> it was crazy. But then, yeah, then I get back to work, and I'm telling people about, it and they're like, "Yeah, damn, bikers are just <laughs> rolling through stop signs all the time, everywhere." But I man, I, this I, guy's I lucky to be alive. Point. It was crazy. This guy was lucky to be alive. But did so you the guy? You remember Hearns, 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 Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns is he still available? In a couple leagues, not not our league, but I, I picked I, him I up quick him. in the fourteen team league, and he's I not think, available. I guess in the after Alan Robinson went down, last right week, when he went down, I picked up Hearns. But he is how about Mercedes two. Lewis? What did he put three touchdowns? Yeah, he'll in? be a big pickup this week, but I'm not buying in that yet. I like Alan Hearns a lot. I think yeah. he's the, the he's the big big uh, red zone receiver for the Jags and. Man, the Jags, we could have talked about the Jags in the NFL surprise. Yeah, I, they were my other surprise. But they had a weird week last week, I guess, division opponent against the Titans. But they bounced back, and they, sh- the Ravens, who were 2-0, they destroyed them. Yeah. Destroyed them. In London, you know, I think that had something to do with it. But their defense looks great, and if they can run the ball with Fournette uh, and Blake Bortles doesn't turn the ball over, then they're going to have, a, I think, a bounce back here. I think you picked them to win that division. I picked the Titans. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it should be a good finish up to the year. But that's going to be it for for us, guys. And we just want to thank you guys for listening to the Visitor's Bench. Thank you, man. I'm Zapor. I'm Colossi. And uh, enjoy the game. This podcast proudly sponsored by Emma Technologies, specializing in custom hardware and software solutions for small businesses. Check them out at emmatech.us. Emma Technologies. Simple is better.